At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, hour number two. That is Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. Decent amount to get to. I wouldn't say it's crazy. It's not a crazy sports day. We don't sugarcoat it. There's not a whole lot going on in baseball. The Olympics, miss swimming already. I miss I, I, I'm with you there. Miss Rowdy Gaines. Yes. Need some Rowdy Gaines sitting back. You know, it's funny because last week you were, you were doing uh, the gill shift. Yes. So you probably were at home able to embrace the gainsness. Yeah. I, I did not. I, I got to watch all the races here. It was tremendous. But I didn't get to really fully uh, dive into the Rowdy Gaines love. Now, I got to watch him back on, on Twitter. But Saturday night, I sat back, kicked the feet up, watched everything unfold there. So that was, uh, that was a nice conclusion to the, uh, the swimming portion. The, the one good thing about being on the gill shift, the two things that I got a lot of were Rowdy Gaines, Great. A tremendous passion for, for the sport. That's what makes Rowdy as great as he is. And the three by three basketball tournament, which was on a lot in the morning. In the more early in the morning yeah. before uh before hopping on at uh ten AM ten AM Eastern, seven AM Pacific. That was the one I, again I've had I've had a few silly Olympic bets that have actually gotten home. The two silliest that I that I've had, I would say though. I have Croatia and men's water polo. They were the second favorite pre-tournament, now the fourth favorite uh, going into it. That looks like Hungary is the favorite now. And I took the Latvians in the 3 by 3 basketball just on a flyer, and they yeah. won. They won the gold, beating the, go. uh, beating the Russian athletes in the, uh, in the gold medal match, Tim. Look at you. I know. 
Three-on-three handicapper extraordinaire, <laughs> apparently, Jeff Carls. My, apparently, apparently in either sport I haven't watched any of to uh, uh, handicap now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, th- those are fun. Those are fun to watch. Um, so we're on, to, uh, we're on to track and field, and uh, we got basketball. The United States will play a little bit later on uh, in about an hour and a half, uh, and that line keeps moving in the direction towards the United States. Uh, they are now 13.5-point favorites here at Circa, and South Point remains the highest, man. Uh, they were 14 when other spots were 12.5 earlier in the show. They're now 14.5, so Oof. apparently someone is going to South Point and laying it because that, that number keeps going up. It's, it's opened 11.5, moved to 14.5 at South Point. 13.5, pretty much consensus. That game coming up uh, at 12.40 a.m. Eastern, 9.40 Pacific time, U.S. and Spain in the quarterfinals. Slovenia winning and covering 94-70. to 70. So they move on. They will get the winner of Italy and France. Uh, that number went off 16.5 at most spots in town. And they cover that number, Slovenia does, with relative ease. The under comes home in that 164 total points in the game. 186 was the closing number there. And uh, still to come later tonight for you late-night owls, Italy and France are for you watching on the East Coast. Get up and uh, grab a cup of coffee. Australia and Argentina, uh, the United States, assuming they win, Jeff, will get the winner of Australia and Argentina. And you mentioned Australia being a team that uh, a handful of people, I-, I know a couple people who have tickets on the uh, on the Aussies. Our guy, uh, JVT, had, yep. had a ticket there. Uh, Doug Kazarian, what, I think, our what, buddy. Wes Reynolds had one as well. And keep in mind, of course, Aaron Baines uh, not in the lineup for the Australians because he hurt himself in the bathroom, which uh, is something you never want to do it, uh, at, at home, guys. Never want to do that. No. Um, and Patty Mills is one of the uh, the top players. Is he a Laker yet? Well, I, that, that's what I was going to bring up. It was my transition. It kind of jumped on it there, Jeff. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, the reports, Mark Stein reported uh, a couple hours ago that Patty Mills is weighing options between the Nets and the Lakers. The Lakers right now have signed a whole bunch of old dudes. Uh, but that's all they could really do. Uh, they have Kent Bazemore, Dwight Howard, uh, Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington, Alex Caruso now a member of the Chicago Bulls. Him and Lonzo back together, reunited, and it feels so good in Chicago. They, uh, I forgot to mention them. They were another team that I didn't quite understand what they were doing today. So I like the Lonzo. I, I'm a Lonzo fan, but... Alex, a lot, a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of years for a guy. Seven mil for Caruso too. Yeah, that's a lot of money too. It's the nightcap. We keep it rolling here on Veasan. It is the nightcap here on Veasan. Hour number two. We're keeping our eyes on the free agency market in the NBA. Uh, Pretty light night in Major League Baseball. San Francisco right now, uh, Arizona cut into that lead. It's now 2-1 to one in the top of the fourth inning. San Francisco almost a $2 favorite. Actually, a $2 favorite in some places, Jeff. Uh, but we're, uh, we're waiting for the United States. We may not be able to watch it, but uh, the United States and Spain coming up a little bit later on this evening, especially for us out here in the uh, Pacific time zone. Pretty manageable. 9.40 uh, start time, 12.40 back east. Our good friend Patrick Everson joins us right now on to new endeavors and uh, can't wait to find out uh, more about it. But he's still doing his normal thing, uh, keeping you updated as much as possible on everything that's happening 
in sports books all across the country. And uh, make sure to check out the new Twitter feed. It's a little different. At Patrick E underscore Vegas. At Patrick E underscore Vegas. He is Patrick Everson. Mr. Everson, how was your weekend? I know, uh, I think I saw on Twitter that you may or may not have had, uh, as you would say, a little Chili's money on the United States to win yesterday in the Gold Cup final? Actually, I had Chili's money on the three-way money line draw. Bang, bang, bang. Ooh, look at you. I'll tell you what, I got the hang of that a little bit during the uh, European Championships and liked it. And I just thought, why not? I barely, as as you guys, I'm sure know, the Visa Invitational was yesterday down at Prim Valley. We got out of there about 5.30. We got, and, and Prim Valley technically, well, not even technically, it is. It's in California. So you're geofenced out. As soon as we got across the state line, it was about 15 minutes before kickoff, and I threw a couple of, couple of Chili's money bets on the draw uh, and, and paid, which was great. It's a good weekend. I won on that, and I won on Xander Shoffley, so I'm, I'm happy. Patrick, I was right there with you yesterday on uh, that dramatic draw and regulation, and, of course, Team USA ending up uh, lifting the trophy uh, yesterday right here in town at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, Let's go to the NFL first here, Patrick. Uh, It's been an eventful week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers ends up coming back. Uh, So uh, a lot of altering of numbers by the books on Green Bay. Uh, Just how has that gone for the folks behind the counter? What do you have for us on what has been taken on Green Bay uh, since Rodgers has been announced and is now in training camp? Right. Well, Jeff, you know, the, some of the more noteworthy plays came just in advance of that. And I was talking about this uh, with John Murray at the Superbook a week ago when this all circulated and it was clear that Rodgers was going to be coming back to, 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 to Green Bay. And then I revisited with him a little bit earlier today just to get a little bit further update. But before news of Rodgers' return, the Packers were a 40-1 to and in the weekend prior to that, they took a $2,000 bet at 40-1. to 1. So that's a nice play for that better because the Packers are now 12-1. to 1. So that, that customer certainly got a, a really, really good number there. And uh, that same customer also put $2,000 in the Packers 20-1 to 1 to win the NFC. And that number is now 6-1. to 1. So, uh, again, they, they, initially the book was as far out as 40-1 to 1 on the rumors from a couple of weeks ago where people were thinking Rodgers might retire and so on. Obviously, that's changed significantly. However, it doesn't sound like the Packers are a, a, a bad outcome behind the counter for the book. John said, it's, uh, "I think they're maybe it's a modest winner, modest loser at this point." There are certainly some other teams they're much more concerned with. Well, I think there's someone on this set, and it does, and he doesn't have red hair. That's uh, that may or may not have gotten in at that forty and twenty-one price. Shh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> We'll Guilty as charged. We will keep that. Uh, we will keep that quiet. You, uh, you folks, you, you, you do your best uh, process of elimination there. All right, Carson Wentz goes down, and this was uh, this was certainly interesting as we talked to our good friend Patrick Everson at Patrick E underscore Vegas on Twitter. The new Twitter handle still same great content though. Um, over the weekend, I was uh, I was texting with uh, our guest next hour, Eric Eager from PFF, and I said. Man, Titans at plus 105, 
here at Circa, I, I feel like I have to play it. Now, I didn't go crazy. Maybe a little Chili's money like you, Patrick, but uh, I, I grabbed that. And then you find out five to 12 weeks Carson Wentz is out, and they really don't have a viable backup. Now, we'll see. Maybe Jacob Eason uh, lives up to his you know five-star status coming out of high school when he was a, a prized recruit. But um, you know what have the books done? And, and really, over the weekend, I, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe, Patrick, was Circa the only one still with AFC South odds? That's a good question. I can't say that with certainty, okay. but in going back and forth with John Murray again at the Superbook on this, uh, for Super Bowl, Colts went from 25 to 1, which is probably in about the upper uh, quarter or so of teams. Maybe the, uh, yeah, about the upper quarter, mm-hmm. maybe upper third. Uh, out to 40 to 1, AFC from 12 to 20. Oof. And I, I'm, I'm in the uh, Superbook app right now. And as far as conference goes, NFL, or rather divisions, I should say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm flipping through them just to see where we're at. And the AFC South is still not there. And what John said is they are working on divisions and win totals and so forth, some of those other uh, uh, derivative markets uh, on the Colts and with respect to teams that are, you know, directly impacted by the Colts, the whole rest of the AFC South, obviously. So, yeah, if Circa has that up, then they may be standing uh, uh, on an island there. Good for them. I mean, if they feel good about it, that's 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 great. Give people an option. If, pe- if people think they have an advantage, let them take let them let them take their shot. But uh, the Superbook's not back up with that yet for the division, and I would guess uh, uh, others are in that boat as well as they kind of recalibrate. I mean, there's so many different factors you have to as you as you two are aware, and as I'm sure you make your audience aware regularly. There's a lot of bowling balls in the air. You've got to make. I mean, you can't just. You've, you've got to have this all map out in the end when you're doing win totals or division or whatever. You've got to have it kind of all map out so that you don't end up with more losses than are possible or more wins than are possible, et cetera, when you add up every team. So there's a calculus to it that takes a little time sometimes. Patrick, of course, Thursday is the first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, the Cowboys and the Steelers. So that means people are going to start rushing to the window a little bit Betting NFL futures, Super Bowl conference futures, especially those division futures, as you mentioned there, Patrick. What uh, what are the books holding right now? Uh, let's go with the Super Bowl futures right now. Uh, well, who are the teams the books don't want to see lift in the Lombardi? Well, again, going going back to the Super Bowl, but I've heard this echoed in a couple of other places, and it sort of, and it certainly showed in the movement. But what John uh, Murray told me earlier today, he said we are. This is this surprised me a, a little. I kind of thought somebody would have some liability here because I've seen this number move at places and some places are like, that's hey, moving some, but it's really not that bad. But he said, we are buried on the Patriots. It's their worst case scenario. Uh, and he said the Rams and Chargers are big losers as well. The Patriots opened 60 to one at Superbook, which is, you know, one of the reasons I don't, I don't think I, there were several books that I think opened significantly shorter than that. And that's why it's maybe not as big a deal, but the Patriots are 20 to one at the Superbook Now Rams went from 20 to one to 14 to one. The Chargers is interesting. They're a loser. But the Chargers open 30, and they're out to 40. And I always find it fascinating, uh, you know, when that, come, when that comes up, when it's, uh, they've gone the other way, uh, even though they're taking some money. It's, uh, I, I think what it's saying is the book doesn't believe in them as much, and I like the book that doesn't necessarily say, oh, okay, we're flooded here. We need to shorten the number. Um, I think this is great that, they, that the number's actually longer. I think it's interesting. You can read. I think there's something you can read into that, and I like it. Patrick, uh, if people follow you on Twitter, like many of our viewers no doubt are, at Patrick E underscore Vegas, 
You're big. You're a big fan of the Olympics, like like we are. Uh, we've been enjoying it. We've been watching the swimming. Um, but I, I tried. I couldn't stay up for the U.S. women last night in the semifinals, trying to make to the gold medal match, and uh, they fell to Canada for the first time. I want to say in like two decades. It, it had been quite some time. Um, for the books, it's usually. <laughs> Usually in this situation, right, you think back to the Golden Knights, everyone's going crazy in town. The books desperately needed the hometown team to lose. I have to imagine that Canada beating the United States was probably a good outcome uh, for the books. Yeah, I think generally speaking it was, and then depending on the property, maybe it was a little better uh, in one spot than another. But with Scott Shelton told me, uh, I talked a bunch of soccer with him. I talked a lot about last night's Gold Cup with him as well. But uh, what he said as far as the uh, U.S. women's team, he said basically what we did is we turned a small loser into a small winner. And what he said that I thought was interesting, it was just, it was, he said it was a blip, nothing compared to last night, meaning Sunday night and what went down at Allegiant Stadium. And I'm not trying to segue you guys that direction, but you can certainly go there if mm-hmm. you wish. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it was a good, you know, the U, I, they weren't, it was such a small decision. They certainly weren't rooting against Team USA here. They would have liked to see them go further. You generate more interest. You get, you know, the gold medal match gets uh, gets a little more handle and uh, a little more activity there. But uh, but yeah, it turned a small small loser into a small winner for the book. Well, Patrick, since you brought it up, we we can go there right now because uh, the gold cup last night here in town, Team USA wins an extra time. Uh, Robinson, the winner in the hundred and seventeenth minute. Uh, but Patrick, as you said, draw tickets got there. The under got there. Would imagine that was a pretty good result for everyone, uh, just because uh, usually in these Mexico USA games, it would actually be Mexico that usually is the one who gets plied in the betting markets. No question, and Mexico got hammered up and down the strip yesterday. And there were books that you know by late afternoon, within an hour or two of of game of match start time, that line had gone to the three way money line, in which all three options were plus a good chunk of the day. Mexico at several books ended up going to minus money. Uh, such was the amount of cash coming in on them. And Scott Shelton again behind the counter uh, at the Mirage, that MGM Nevada. He said it was a monster day, the best possible result. He said something that I thought was interesting, though, Jeff. They generally almost always root for the game to end for 90, in 90 minutes plus injury time because people still get confused about this three-way money line versus betting a team to advance or, in this case, to lift the trophy. And it, it ends up leading to arguments at the counter. Hey, my team won. How come I'm not getting paid? Well, you bet the three-way You bet the three-way money line, which is 90 minutes plus injury time, so you're not a winner. But he said in this case, there was so much money in tickets on Mexico that there were no such issues at all. He said it, 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 it went exceedingly smooth last night. Didn't have a headache at all with people cashing and wondering or, or wondering why their tickets didn't cash because there weren't. He said, "Look, there just weren't very many U.S. tickets and hardly any under tickets either." So, so the three-way money line didn't cause as much consternation and confusion as it usually does. But this was a huge decision. The the you know getting the the tie in the three-way, uh, Scott said, was into six figures in a win for the book, and so was U.S. to lift the trophy. That was a six-figure win for the book. It was really. They were really get, they got hammered on Mexico and, and draw was uh, drawing the ninety minutes plus was great and U.S. ultimately winning before it goes to penalties was great too. Chat once again with our good friend Patrick Everson. Patrick coming up in uh, a little over an hour. United States in the quarterfinals taking on Spain, which has really become um, at least you know 
12 years ago was was the game we were all looking forward to in the gold medal game. Uh, it didn't disappoint. Four years later, also very competitive. 2016, uh, they didn't play each other in the gold medal. Now here they are in the quarterfinals. Spain uh, getting up there in age and and right now 13.5-point uh, underdog. Um, I don't know if you have anything particular on this game, but just overall uh, in the Olympic pool, um, you know, the U.S. losing game one to France. Curious how that has changed the perception from betters. And, and Luka Doncic, uh, he and Slovenia just keep on winning. They win again tonight. Uh, they are the second shortest uh, favorite outside of the U.S., which is still odds on. Uh, but, but what do you have right now when it comes to men's basketball in the Olympics? Well, I can tell you, just generally speaking, uh, that they're a small the team USA for Benham Jam. This was another uh, discussion I had with Scott Shelton just a little bit earlier, just before coming on air. Uh, in fact, I just got an update on tonight's game just before coming on air. I'll hit that in a second if you'd like. But uh, Scott said basically, there's the team USA is the only team that they lose to at this point, but it's not much of a loser. So they're really they they don't mind rooting for USA tonight. Uh, not that big of a decision. Also, not that big of a decision if Team USA wins the tournament. So they'll probably continue to root for them in hopes of, you know, continued interest and generating handle and so forth on it. And then, uh, if you if you'd like, I can touch on tonight's game. Sure. Literally just got an update right before I got on. So that move to 13 and a half came this evening. This was 12 and a half from the time it went up at BetMGM Nevada. Stuck there all day today. And 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 Scott said a little bit earlier today, no real sharp play or anything, but tickets and money. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're definitely headed toward Team USA, pretty heavy to Team USA, but they hadn't moved yet. Now, in the last couple of hours, though, they're up to minus 13.5, and, and Scott said that they did see some sharp play at BetMGM on Team USA. Tickets 4-1, to one, money 5-1. to one. So they're not backing off Team USA, Tim, for sure, even though uh, there were some dubious results heading into the Olympic tournament and then the loss in the opener. Um, and then the total saw a little bit of sharp play, too, on the over, which took that up a point to, to 179 and a half. Still, uh, uh, that's a half a point above the opener. It got as high as 180, as low as 178 and a half, now 179 and a half. And while earlier today it was all under tickets and money, uh, Scott said it's pretty close right now, just a little bit more of each on the over. How'd you shoot it yesterday? Oh, my God. I would say, look, my buddy Matt Jacob and I, we thought it was reasonable that we could that we could post an 80, that we would have enough alternating bad shots, not every time we both hit a bad ball, uh, that we would be okay. And generally, and we've played enough together to know that that should have been the case. It was not the case. It was not the case at all. <laughs> we did not, let's just say this, we did not finish last, but we weren't far off that pace. We just, we were, you know... We were struggling, no question. But it was a great time. Awesome tournament. Excellent job. Matt runs a good tournament. Proud to be out there, and it was just a lot of fun. Decent did a good job. Well, you're you're always first place in my books, Patrick. At Patrick E <laughs> underscore Vegas. Uh, great stuff as always, Patrick. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on, gentlemen. Have a good night. There he is, Patrick Everson. New Twitter handle, still same great information. Jeff Parles, I'm Tim Murray. Get you updated on the latest in NBA free agency on the other side. It's the Nightcap here on Decent. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. here on the nightcap we're trying to uh, we actually had live sporting events on so we were trying to uh to get you the proper information uh warholm from norway yes. just set the world record in the 400 meter hurdles some of these events i just say my god i don't know how any human can do these things and do it fast uh but he smash the world record leave it to Wes Reynolds he will tell us uh, all you need to know uh stood for a long time a world record by Kevin Young but he smashed it by almost a second 4594 was uh was the time for Warholm and uh, Rye Benjamin gets the silver from the United States yes uh Karsten Warholm which is a, a name that deserves to be in the name hall of fame he was a he was the favorite in yeah. this race. Uh, he was as at West Reynolds one. We'll let you know he was two to three favorite. Um, and uh, Rye Benjamin was seven to four. Everyone else really didn't stand a chance. And this these guys were expected to. Uh, I, I was watching the prelims or the semifinal yesterday, and uh, they were in the same heat. And uh, they they end up going one two and. Uh, 
Warholm gets the gold medal from Norway, a new world that, record. That, that's again, you're shattering the world record by almost a second. Like that's that's, that's wild there from Warholm. Again, like you said, just a uh, almost a Caleb Dressel amount of favorite there for for Warholm in this one. So he gets it done. Uh, Rye Benjamin also broke the world record. The previous world record, but he gets the silver. I mean, oh, that's so brutal. Yeah, think about that. He he ran it in forty six seventeen, and the world record was forty six seventy, but you get silver. So, Karsten uh, Warholm, your gold medal winner in the four hundred meter hurdles. Glad we had a little Olympics. We'll talk more Olympics coming up in less than ten minutes. United States back on the floor tonight. A massive favorite against Spain. What is the best way to bet USA and Spain or the Olympic basketball uh, moving forward? But uh, just keeping tabs on what's happening today in uh, in NBA free agency. You know, to this point, has anything to you? And this isn't. This wasn't really expected to be that type of class where you would be blown away. Um, you know, the Bulls. They get Lonzo. They get Caruso uh, to pair with Zach Levine. Uh, it was a sign-and-trade for Lonzo. Sadoransky Temple, they go to New Orleans, a second-round pick as well. Kyle Lowry goes to Miami. CP3 opts out, but then signs an extension with the Phoenix Suns, so no movement there. The Knicks, uh, their, big, their big splash so far, Evan Fournier. Uh, the Lakers have signed a bunch of Veterans to, to minimum contracts, Dwight Howard, Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington. Um, who am I missing? There's one more. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't even keep track of the veterans. Jared, Jared Allen Jared is, Allen is, is staying is with the Nets. Cav now. Or starting with the Cavs. Cav, I beg, I beg your oh, Kent Bazemore. Kent Bazemore. Ah, there we go. I knew we were forgetting one of, one of those uh, veterans who, uh, yeah. who is surprising that the Lakers even signed. So, so far... Has anything really moved the needle? Mike Conley no. re-signed with the Jazz. A lot of these moves we were all kind of anticipating. Look, the blockbuster Ben Simmons deal hasn't happened yet. Um, you know, we were anticipating. I tell you what, what was a nice pickup, and I didn't think it would happen. The Bucks kept Bobby Portis. That was very surprising to me. Bobby Portis declined his player option, rightfully so, at $3.8 million. He was a very important piece off the bench, nice depth piece. But I thought he had earned himself more money. Two-year, $9 million deal. I think he turned down a couple higher contracts uh, elsewhere. So not saying it moves the needle, makes him a better chance to win a title. But I, I was, uh, for, for the Bucks to be able to keep Bobby Portis, a guy that certainly was a fan favorite, around was, uh, was a nice thing by the world champs. Yeah, I look... Uh... Odd that they let PJ Tucker walk though over over it goes a small, to Miami. over a small amount of money, uh, but I, I want to go back to the Lakers for a second mm-hmm. because their off season has been very bizarre yeah. so far. I don't like the Russell Westbrook trade. I understand why they did it, but it's the wrong fit. It's a completely the wrong fit to get another ball dominant guy in there where they need three point shooting. Like Buddy Hield is sitting out there still. They for could, them, they could do the Dennis Schroeder flip that you said. They could potentially but still it, get him, but yeah. But, but Tim, it's just very odd offseason for the Lakers. Oh, and by the way, Carmelo is apparently between the Lakers and the Knicks. Regardless, the, the Laker fit makes sense. The Knicks fit, no sense whatsoever. Yeah, that does that does not make a ton of sense. LeBron and Carmelo, they've had so many other opportunities, but never had it able to come home. Maybe now 
is the time we will see. Carmelo Anthony was the all-time leading scorer in U.S. basketball history. Not anymore. That's Kevin Durant. He's back on the floor tonight. Preview that game next right here on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now's the, also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today. Beeson.com backslash subscribe. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on Beeson. And, you know, Jeff, before we get to uh, the United States, during the break, we uh, just looked at it a little bit more at what we just witnessed in Japan, which was a 
absolutely remarkable race in the 400 hurdles. Karsten Warholm, who mm-hmm. was the world record holder, the Olympic record had stood since 1992. Uh, Warholm had owned and still does hold the world record. He shattered it, running it under 46 seconds. The previous <laughs> world record was 46.70. He ran it in under 46 seconds. And coming in second was uh, was Benjamin of the United States. Uh, Kai Benjamin, yep. who also broke the world record. Yep, and still finished second. And finished second. Uh, the official time, 45.94 <laughs> to win. And Aaron Oster just let us know that there were people, what, in the semifinal heat of the Olympic 400 without hurdles. That ran slower times than 4.94. And not only that, uh, the bronze medal winner, uh, Dos Santos from Brazil, ran the fourth best time in the history of that event. So, I legitimately, look, I, by the raw numbers, Tim, that might have been the greatest individual track and field event <laughs> ever in the Olympics. Legitimately, three of the four best times ever recorded in that event in the 400-meter hurdles would just happen in Tokyo. Incredible. Four. 4.94, breaking the previous world record was held by him at 4.467. second better. Incredible. Uh, Rye Benjamin ran at 4617. He he broke the world record, the previous world record by a half a second and got silver. So, I mean, you talk about you talk about being uh the, bad luck, at the yeah. wrong place at the wrong time running breaking the world record and the Olympic record which had been held since 92 uh and getting silver, but uh, a hell of a race we just witnessed there over in Japan. Rye Benjamin of the United States gets second, and uh, the gold medal goes to uh, Norway's uh, War. What was it? Karsten Warholm. 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 He gets it done at forty-five point nine four. Well, coming up in a little over an hour, the United States men's basketball team will. Hit the floor for game one of the quarterfinals. Uh, the first quarterfinal game is in the books, and Slovenia beat Germany 94 to 70. I say, fortunately, the United States will not play Slovenia in the semifinals, assuming they beat Spain. They will get the winner of Argentina and Australia uh, because it, it feels like Slovenia, man, right now uh, is the second best team in that tournament. Uh, they are playing extremely well. Uh, Luka Doncic, 20 points tonight in the 24-point win over Germany. Looking at this game, Circa, that number, every time I look over my shoulder, shoulder continues to rise. It was 12.5 before the show started. It's now 14. Uh, There are 13.5s out there, but pretty much consensus now. USA laying 14 in this spot. Earlier in the day, I thought about laying it with the the United States. At this point, I'll, I'll just stay off. As I mentioned, I, I did have the uh, the super chalky four-leg money line parlay <laughs> of Slovenia, USA, France, and Australia. So we'll see uh, which one of those teams will derail that. I got it around, I think it was minus 112 uh, was that money line parlay. Even with the USA and Australia in there, or and uh, Slovenia in there, I was surprised I was able to get that price. Um but how do you see this game playing out, Jeff? For me, 
I, I do think the United States is, is starting to come into form. You're seeing them shoot a little bit better. You kind of have to throw out Iran a bit, uh, but it, it got them in the right track, putting up 120 points, and then for them just to go nuclear in the second half against the Czech Republic, to me, that is what this team is, is, is rounding into form. And I think Drew Holiday is a really, really good international basketball player. Uh, he didn't start game one, you know, just flying over after winning a championship, started game two and started game three. I think Drew Holiday, and, and to me, honestly, why I like the United States to win gold, in addition to the fact that they're the most talented team by far and away, I think if you get into a gold medal match against Slovenia, I think Drew Holiday is going to be on Luka like glue. He's going to have to be because he's the only guy in this roster who actually really defends and, and has really defended in this tournament. So and think about what he did in the NBA Finals. I mean, yeah. and what he did in the NBA Finals against Devin Booker, who's now his teammate, and Chris Paul, when they started him on Chris Paul and then they switched him to Devin Booker, um, if he can slow down Luka enough, now this is foreshadowing, the U.S. has to get through a couple hurdles before they get there. I think that's why the USA should be in good shape against Slovenia uh, if they were to get it. And this was an interesting prop up there. It's down now uh, because Slovenia, before we hit the airwaves, but that's a great price for Slovenia, in my opinion, a plus 180. Now they have to get past France, uh, assuming they beat Italy, but I, I think you and I were thinking similarly that, that that's a pretty tempting price there on Slovenia to win the silver medal. Oh, 100%, because, again, Luka to me, Luka's been by far the best player in this tournament. Oh, yeah. And not even close, and... Look, at this point, we're talking about a guy who's the third or fourth best player in the world, even with everyone around. Yeah. So at plus 180, I thought it was pretty good. I would have liked a little bit more if you could have gotten it up to about plus 250. It would have been an autoplay. I ended up staying off of it because France does have the most NBA or current NBAers other than the United States in these Olympics. And they can match up with Luca. At least they've had the bodies to at least defend and slow him down. So... A little bit of a, a tough one there. By the way, for tonight's Team USA game, the the only the only thing that I know I'm certain of is Rudy Fernandez is going to do at least four things that annoy me. That's the only thing I can tell you, Tim. That is that is a guarantee. I wish I could bet on Rudy Fernandez to foul out of this game tonight. That's the, what I wish I could bet. The United States, while they were struggling, beat Spain here in Las Vegas. Yeah. I think the U.S. Maybe they'll, they'll win tonight. Spain will try to slow this thing down. That's why I, I think I wouldn't touch the, the total. Uh, but the U.S. wins by double figures. If I had to play it, I'd probably lay it with the U.S. Getting a little rich, though. Get a little rich. Yeah. We continue a division a day. The NFC East We keep on rolling through. Next, right here on the Nightcap. Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray here from the Circus Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Over the next eight days, we're doing a NFL division a day, leading you up to the start of uh, 
Real football. Well, I guess if you call it real football, which is the preseason. Uh, but we'll have a Hall of Fame game. But today we're doing the NFC East. We did some player props, some season player props in hour one. And now let's head to Philadelphia and bring in John Jansen, host of the line change on The Gambler there in Philadelphia, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern time. And, uh, John, we're going to hit on a whole bunch of things when it comes to this division. But let's start with a team there in your backyard. Um, a lot of people believe this is just a three-team race this year, Washington, Dallas, and the Giants, and then a pretty big step back to Philadelphia. What say you? Do you see any uh, potential there in Philadelphia, new head coach, Jalen Hurts, the guy, uh, with this football team moving forward where they could shock people and win this division? Yeah, it's hard to believe that because there's so much new with this Eagles team that I, I honestly don't even know because there are two starting receivers. Jalen Riker's played a handful of games, and that's it. Uh, Devontae Smith is a rookie, so he hasn't played yet. Jalen Hurts played only four games at the end of last season and came in a couple of times for some trick plays. They have a new coach that has never been a head coach before in the NFL. I don't think he's ever called plays in the NFL before. Uh, an offensive coordinator that's relatively new and a defensive coordinator, and Jonathan Gannon that's new as well. It just there is so much new, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Like there are things that are known, like their offensive line when healthy can be very good. And Miles Sanders, when healthy, can also be very good. But other than that, there is not much known about this team. And then their defense has some guys who are kind of on the wrong end of 30, you know, and that's really hard to bet on, I think, for me with the Eagles. So, yeah, there's a good reason why they're kind of considered, I think, a long shot here. But it's easy to convince yourself, and I think a lot of people have, or at least in the Philly area, that, you know, this team could win some games, could go over six and a half. I just find that hard to bet because we don't know hardly anything about this team. Well, John, uh, more more unknown uh, now also on that offense with Devontae Smith going out for the next two to three weeks, uh, the expectation is he will still be ready for week one. But at least in prop markets that you're looking at, Jalen Hurts passing yards or, or Smith receiving yards, or heck, even Jalen Hurts rushing yards impacted by this potentially, John. Do you take anything into the stock of, of Smith missing these few weeks of training camp when betting Eagle-related props this year? Yeah, certainly have to. Like, as I said, everything's really new with this. So any time that they can get together is certainly valuable and missing pretty much entire training camp and missing pretty much every preseason game, which is likely that he will with this knee sprain. You know, that means a lot because that's a lot of time with this new team that could have been had, you know, forming some type of chemistry. I wasn't on any of the passing props because I just don't think Jalen Hurts is a consistent enough passer, or at least that's what we've seen so far. And so with the small sample size that we've gotten, I don't think the passing market is where I want to go with Philadelphia. It would be running the ball. And I think Miles Sanders, his prop going over, I would, that's the one bet I do kind of like because I think he can have a thousand yard season. All it is coming down to is health. But with the way this offense is likely going to be run, you know, this isn't Deuce Staley that's going to be revolving the running backs around. Nick Sirianni, at least in Indianapolis, kind of stuck with one running back. Yes, Kenneth Gainwell is certainly getting a lot of talk in pass-catching situations, sort of being compared to Naheem Hines in Indianapolis. But Miles Sanders is going to be the number one guy, and we've seen with running quarterbacks that running backs have benefited off of that. And I think Miles Sanders, certainly, if he's healthy, is going to benefit off of that for sure. John, John Jansen joining us from uh, Philly's The Gambler. Check out his show each and every weekday, 8 to 11 p.m. It's called The Line Change. There was a guest on there earlier today 
Don't listen to anything he said. <laughs> Terrible. It was an awful guess. Don't know if I'm going to bring mean, it back. That John, John tells me that on a weekly basis, Tim. Come on. <laughs> um, that was Jeff, by the way. Uh, you <laughs> didn't get my subtle humor. Um, let's just look, uh, you know, big picture for this division uh, as we do a division a day here talking NFC East. Uh, look, I, I, I lived in Washington my whole life until moving out here to Las Vegas a year ago. So uh, there, there's, it, it's funny. We had... John Yastrzemski on, who is in New York, and he liked the, the Washington football team. I lived in Washington. I'm like, I don't want anything to do with Washington. Uh, I've, I've seen this song and dance too often. Um, I certainly understand where people are looking at. You know, over $2. They won the division last year. I can't trust the Cowboys. And, you know, John, to be honest, I, I'm a little intrigued at the price in the Giants. I, You know, the, the Saquon Barkley news makes me worried. That's why I haven't placed this bet yet, so I'm, I'm holding off on that. If Saquon were healthy, uh, I would really be intrigued by this. It is uh, all about Daniel Jones moving forward, but when you look at this division, which way to, does, does your mind kind of to head towards when you look at those odds? Yeah, it's funny that everything the Giants did that was really good, and they actually had a great offseason, was overshadowed by one move from Washington, and that move was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. I don't understand how Ryan Fitzpatrick has overshadowed everything good that the Giants have done. Now, of course, they haven't addressed their biggest concern, which is obviously their offensive line, but everything else, they have a deep threat there for Daniel Jones and Kenny Galladay, who is a well-rounded receiver that's going to do a great job there. Dory Jackson had just signed there, and James Bradbury's already been good. So this Giants secondary which, by the way, this Giants defense was a top 10 defense last season. So I know they're not Washington, but they're still really good. Yes, this all has to do with Daniel Jones, but why can't I believe that a third-year quarterback is going to improve in an offense that he's been in for a couple of years now? But I have to believe that Ryan Fitzpatrick, at 38 years old, which when we hear that number 38, we think is old, and these quarterbacks are on the wrong side of that. Why do I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to all of a sudden improve or have a career year or have a good year in Washington? That is hard for me to believe, and it is interesting reception percentage last season, it was worse than Dwayne Haskins. So he has been turning the ball over just as much as Daniel Jones. Now I know the fumble issue with Daniel Jones is a big problem, but why, why can't I believe that the Giants are going to improve? And I think they can improve on the offensive line as well, certainly with Andrew, Andrew Thomas, their fourth overall pick last season. To me, the Giants are the best bet, and I think a lot of their moves got overshadowed by maybe the most overrated move in the entire offseason, and that's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I do not believe in him at all, and not even a plus 225 with that defense. I don't believe in it. So uh, the Giants right now, uh, plus 450 at DraftKings, plus 420 behind us here at Circa. Uh, John, uh, anytime I can get you on uh, on one of these shows, I have to make sure you say something good about the Cowboys. I know that plays very well in Philadelphia, but the Cowboys, the division favorites right now, Dak Prescott is back. And John, uh, this offense on paper looks like it's bound for another great year, but the defense, as always, John, is what we expect to hold them back a little bit. Yeah, and I don't just want to say on paper because they have actually put this in action before. The sample size is large enough with Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator to believe that those two can work really well together. And I know Dak Prescott's coming off a, a pretty gruesome injury, but seems like he's coming in pretty healthy. I know he's having some shoulder problems and some arm problems at the beginning of camp here, but he's going to come in largely healthy. And we've already seen the sample size large enough 
to think that this is going to work in Dallas and probably get even better. This is legitimately a top five offense in the entire NFL. And when it's all said and done, it could be the best passing offense up there with Kansas City. And that's not even a joke. That's not trying to over-exaggerate things. That's just how they have been since Kellen Moore has been offensive coordinator. The problem is their defense. Look, I think Mike Nolan was a much bigger deal of his hiring uh, than we initially let on. It was really bad of a hiring to get Mike Nolan in there. And I thought they played better after he got fired in Dallas. I think there are some improvements, enough improvements to think that they're plus 120. That's where I kind of have kind of my reservations because that is a kind of a, a big price to pay, I guess, for Dallas at plus 120. And I don't just, I don't trust their defense enough and I don't trust Mike McCarthy enough but that offense is going to be very good. If you trusted their defense is going to be good, then you know I would maybe bet that plus 120, but honestly, I would just wait till the middle of the season because I guarantee you that price isn't really going to get much different by the middle of the season. We're talking once again to John Jansen. Line change is what his show, 8 to 11 uh, Eastern time. And, you know, John, going back to the Eagles and now with the injury, uh, it certainly deflates it a little bit. Uh, what what had been the discussion of Devonte Smith and and his uh, way he had fit into the offense? Because I think certain people, you know, this this year's rookie of the year market is so fascinating because there's so many skill position players that we all know. Uh, so you know, his odds were were up there with his teammate and Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, around 18 or 19 to you know 20 to one or so. Um, you know, how much does this injury derail? Uh, the production early on, and, and and what type of year do you expect from him? And then, you know, Jalen Rager as well, as you mentioned, he's he's been dealing with the injury bug early in his career too. Yeah, Devontae Smith has been excellent in training camp. Like, the talent is certainly there, and I'm not going to knock the talent at all. The, the Eagles went up to get him, and he is legitimately one of the top prospects and won the Heisman Trophy for a reason. He is, everything is advertised, and I think he's showing it in training camp before the knee sprain, but the problem I continue to find myself in is I don't know how committed to the past they are going to be. If this offense is run in the best way possible, and they maximize, I think, the talent that they have on this offense and what they can do, they better run the ball. This passing offense is just too too young and not enough experience, I think, to rely on it. If the Eagles, I think, are going to win games and if they're going to, again, maximize their talent, it's basically play great defense and rely on the run game, which that's the most experienced part. They have an experienced offensive line. They have an experienced running back who's been injured but experienced. And Jalen Hurts, I think, is a better rusher than he is a passer so far uh, in his NFL career. I, I just don't know if the opportunity is going to be there for Devontae Smith. I would rather with Jamar Chase because there is familiarity, not only with Joe Burrow, but they're going to pass the ball. We know Zach Taylor comes from you know that Sean McVay and he's going to pass the ball a lot here with Jamar Chase so I think Jamar Chase is better even Jalen Waddle I think is in a little bit of a better situation I just don't know if the Eagles are really going to be uh, passing enough to make this a good opportunity for Devontae Smith at Jay Jansen 34 five seconds who's your NFC East champ Dallas there it is at Jay Jansen 34 the host of the line change more to come. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.